This is C. And this is D. And this is Swinging Down Under. Well, I think I have a pretty exciting topic for this evening. What is your topic? Preach it, honey. Uh, We are doing the 12 days slash ways of getting into C's pants. Yep. Now, this is the single man edition. The single man edition. The single man edition. Are you going to have a lady edition? No. That should be a good one, a good follow-up. Okay, I was going to do a couple edition, but yeah, lady edition will And work. a couple edition. Okay. Multiple chapters. Maybe not all at the same you're time. You're basically though. J.K. Rowling. People will be so bored about it. So you're telling me I'm as lame as Harry Potter. I'm not okay with that. That's not... You, you can't say that about Harry Potter. Can't I? No. That I just is, did. No. It's recorded. And it, tomorrow it's going to be like out there in the ether. Unrecoverable. Yeah, that's right. You can't take that back. That's how the internet works. I just want that to sit with you. Ah. It's okay. I'm okay with that. Okay. What do you get? So, what do you got for us today? So, I am going to. Uh, I've put this together basically without your input. Why? Uh, Explain it, baby. Be a little bit of why you've put it together. Well, a few reasons. The first one is we've met recently a very nice um, fella, mm-hmm. single guy. Yep. Who uh, still holds the name The Rock. Yep. Um, he did some things on the way through that. That really helped his cause. Mm-hmm. Additionally, we've had a truckload of knobs mm-hmm. who have showed us how not to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've taken a lot of notes on that on the way through. Additionally, I've taken a lot of notes on how to filter out the knobs. Do you, is knob is the term knobs an Australianism? I don't know. Maybe it's a, it could be a universalism. Okay. So for anyone out know. there, maybe if it is an Australianism, I'm not too sure. We're not 100%. But knobs would mean jerks, right? Cocks. Yeah. Dicks. Yeah. I'm going with jerks. Well, knob is actually... An endearing term. The term for dick. Love it. Yeah. So, a wanker. A bad, bad person. Person with a horrible soul. That is... You don't mean that. Take it back. No. I sometimes do mean that. Some of the people we've met... Oh, actually, no. I I retract my statement with with the men that... Were pretending to be single that were really not. Yeah, they're ugly. I'm sure the uh, I'm sure the text message you received from said man's wife mm. was really inspirational to you. It was. Um, what I did was actually I printed it and I stuck it up on my wall and I just like to read it. You know, every day while I'm brushing Sees my inspirational teeth. Inspirational yeah. reference. Whew. How to be a knob. <laughs> so this is not the how not to be. On how not to get into cease pants. This is how to get into mm, cease pants. A positive spin. Right. So. Or really any woman's or any couple's pants. I'm going to imagine there's probably some key yeah. takeaways here on, on how to act appropriately. I, I would agree. But additionally, we've got to keep in mind that other couples may have a different take on this. They may. And I guess that's that's key because this is everyone's different and everyone's experiences are different. Everyone, everyone wants different things. So I guess this is ours. Yes, of course. I mean, this is our podcast. What? So if they're listening to our podcast in, you know, trying to get information from another podcast, they're doing it wrong. They're doing it wrong? Yeah. Hashtag swing a fail. <laughs> totally doing it wrong. So I'm going to kick off. And C has not been has not seen any of the the twelve ways at this point. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm going to ask her to. Uh, uh, this is going to be a tag team event. I'm going to tag her in sort of midway. The first one. The first one. Now, whether contacted or you contact 
Number one, mm-hmm. start polite. Hello, how are you? Is a very good start. Yeah. So, what's your thoughts on this? Uh, I would, yeah, I agree. Start polite, of course, but I think also add a little bit of substance to that. For me, it's about showing that you've got more to say than just hi. You know, it's adding some substance. So, starting politely is great, but then ask them a question. Ask, engage them, or make a comment about their profile, or a comment about what you and what caught your eye. So, actually, do a for starters, read a profile. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to throw a spanner in that. As a, as a potential ex-single guy. Now, I know that, unfortunately, a lot of people don't respond. So to sit and go through and read every single profile that you're going to want to send an email to or whatever, some form of contact to, um, can be quite difficult. So how do you feel about a canned message for a first message? Can I then spin that around on you and yeah. say, how many Swinger profiles have you sat and read? All of them. Me personally. Yeah. No, you have. When you review, when you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. So I don't see why that's any different. Because I think it's a lower fail rate. Okay. Okay. Um. You know, so a templated approach. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I mean, I'd like to think that the people out there are genuinely trying to put some effort in. Um. And. Therefore, I, I really, I kind of sit on the fence with that one. I can see how it could be good in terms of, hey, if, if the person then responds, further engage. Yeah. But then to my mind, I'm thinking, well, why are they contacting me if they have no idea about me? Mm-hmm. Or us, for that yeah. matter. Yeah, okay. So that's where it becomes a bit grey for me. Yep. I, I think that's fair. I think a templated response sounds like a good method for a shotgun method if you're just trying to get into the lifestyle first time around. But I don't believe that it's a surefire way to ever get into C's pants or anyone else in a um, couple relationship for that matter. Well, people want to feel like you've they've cho- you've been chosen, I guess, yeah. to a certain level, that yeah. they are genuinely interested in you and that they're invested in, that they are invested in maybe meeting with you. And yeah. so if you start off with, I guess, a low investment, i.e. the templated response, to me that doesn't show a lot of... I'm going to be making effort. I'm going to be sticking around. Yeah. Maybe that shows a little bit of I'm going to do my best with the time that I have and yeah. I'm not interested. In okay, st- so let's move on to number two because the, the reason I'm pushing this along is because we're starting to like get into that. In fact, the first words out of your mouth were number two. <laughs> so number two is uh, volunteer information mm. about you. Uh, photos, work type, you know, you've got to keep in mind that this is a date, right? Yep. Um, ask questions. Yeah, I was going to say that's a big one too. So be interested in the couple mm-hmm. and understanding what they're about. Yep. Like I said, if you if you approach them and say, hey, your profile caught my eye because of this reason and then I am these things. Mm-hmm. And, hey, I'm really interested to know more about you and these things about you. That's a perfect that's a perfect opener right there. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I believe that a guy should be um, as open as the couple is with him. And I put it to you this way, actually. If we received that, there is no way I would not reply to that. 
Yeah. If we receive that as a first message, I would at least respond to that person. And then if I wasn't interested, I would say thank you, but not interested. Unfortunately, I think we may be in the minority. Okay. I think that if somebody's ta- if somebody shows me they've taken time, I'm going to respect their time and respond. Yeah. Okay. Whether that's a thank you, I appreciate your message, I'm not really keen or not. But I think absolutely they need to tell me more about them because also I have to respond. If you give me nothing to respond on, I'm also just responding with a templated response like, yeah, I'm great. How are you? So let's say, uh, let's say a, a man starts with his conversation and he says to you, hey, I'm in a marriage my wife doesn't know. What would be your response? I would say thank you for the message. Um, we currently play together as a couple and we do not play with other people that are not being honest and open or single or honest and open with their partner. Okay. So that's um that's a fair statement and that's what I figured you would say. Because we, we Did I just pass the test? You did. I got a gold star. No. Can I silver, get a gold star? Silver gold's coming. Silver was the piss. What? Like if you if you got a silver star in school, that was like that was pretty bad. That was almost like everybody getting a certificate of attendance. It's gold star or nothing. That's where I'm going with that. Gold star. Or, well, you could call it platinum star, though. You could just, no, it was a silver star. Everybody knows that. Yeah, everybody does know that. But, um, yeah, I think I, I agree with you. I think um, honesty is the key at this point. And honesty may not necessarily be something that's going to get you laid more regularly. You yeah, know. I would I would say to them that thank you and I respect that you're telling me. Like I would appreciate the fact that they've told me that. In fact, because we've had they this could happen. lie. We've had this happen. Yes. We've had people openly say beginning of the conversation, hey, just so you're aware and we said thank you for your honesty. We um we don't play with people who are married unless their their partners is aware. Uh, is aware. And the reason for that is very simple for us. It's a low drama Mm-hmm. Scenario. That's what we're looking for. Low drama scenario. If you add a partner who doesn't know, immediately the drama skyrockets because straight away, um, you know, there's things that possibly they can't do. Like they can't be part of a booty call, for example. It's also if they're that dishonest, I don't have time for them. Yeah, honesty is the key. I think is probably what what you're looking for there. Yeah. Okay, so let's. Um, I'm going to. There's still a few more things in in two. Okay, hit me with it. Okay, I I believe, and I think you'll agree. Um, photos. Yeah. If asked for, photos. Now, what sort of photos are important? Okay, so if unprompted, also provide a photo. So I think show them what you look like. That's that's pretty reasonable to Well, yeah. Expect. I mean, if you're a single guy, realistically, looking for a couple, then I don't think you've got a lot to lose by showing a photo to a couple. But even still, they might respect – they might just want to keep their – they might be because of their job. It could be for varying reasons. Maybe they're a single dad. Um, you know, that could be another reason why that's they might not want to show really a face photo up front. But they can still show a body shot as minus the face. Yeah. Um, or maybe something where they're looking away from the camera, or whatever the case may be. But I think volunteering a photo is extremely important. And then following on from that, if if you do get asked for a photo, is providing photos that, I mean, you want to make yourself look in the best light possible, of course. Yeah. So do your best to provide that. You know, find a photo that you really like of yourself that somebody else has taken or 
do a selfie, take a selfie and just practice taking a selfie and send that along. And then once, once you've done that, I mean, it's completely within your, I think, not rights, but of course I would expect that I would reciprocate. So if they sent us or he sent us a photo back and he said, hey, here's me, maybe I can see one of you guys, absolutely by that time I would say, yep, here is our photo. Yeah, okay. So um, I think also if you can do it, uh, real photos, not selfies. Yeah, if you can. If you can do it because selfies selfies don't paint anybody in the best light. Unless you're really good at it. But, I mean, not everyone has a group of friends, especially men. No, I understand. How that, many yeah. males take friend, photos of their friends? <laughs> you know, it's it's pretty rare. Yeah. And, you know, it, announcing it to your female friends will just get you called a, a, a man whore. Sometimes. Yeah. Or Or it may swing the other way. As some of your friends did very first time around when we discussed going to a club. They were like, let's go. We're keen on coming. Do you remember that? No. No? Okay. Not at all. Yeah, they were keen on coming. <laughs> um, also explain your swinging experience. Yeah. Um, that's a good one. That yeah. is, I think that's actually reasonably important for us. Um, not not that, not to say we're not going to play with someone because of their swinging experience, but it just helps us to understand, and especially, um, you know, if we have a guy who said, yep, I have played with a couple before or a few couples, instantly I know they get the dynamic. They realize that this is us, a loving couple in a loving relationship, experimenting and experiencing together. Yeah. And this is not a potential for I'm going to be disrespectful or steal the woman away, et cetera, et cetera. I think yep. that they already understand a little bit about maybe what's expected or what can and cannot be done or rules or boundaries. And so, you know, I mean, that that's probably something that we would have a preference for. However, also honesty prevailing. If they said, you know what, I'm dipping my toe in the water. I don't know a lot about this. I've heard about it or a friend does it or I read it on the you know, internet or whatever and they say, look, I don't know a lot. That also then leads into us saying, oh, okay, great. Are you aware of these things? Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, further question. Um, what about if they're, they've had a lot, an immense amount of experience? Yeah, it, it can... It can be sometimes, I guess, a bit daunting. daunting. Yeah. Because it's not that they're trumping you with experience. That's not the way that I'm going with that. But you might think like, okay, well, say somebody said to us they've had 100 partners, been with 100 different couples. For me, I would go, okay, so then my next question would be, are they more inclined to one-night stands? Because having 100 couples maybe to me would sound like mm, they've had a lot of short relationships we have a preference for making a, a connection, having some dates and having a, a play partner essentially, not a poly relationship, just somebody who we can have a laugh with. Pretty cool. Ha- yeah, have, have <laughs> a, a barbecue with, have a round for dinner, go out, have drinks, try new wine bars, try new tapas bars, whatever. Share with your friends. You know, that kind of relationship. <laughs> so that's the only thing I would think maybe a little bit, not negative, but maybe something I would take into consideration. Yeah, absolutely. Are they of the same... Uh, type of lifestyle or as, as we classify ourselves to be. Yeah. Um, I think that probably sums that up pretty well. Is so that I'm just question go two? Wow. Long question. Huh? Long question. No, no. I'm going on to question, not question, the third thing of getting into your pants. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So we're all on the same page. Right. 
Yeah. So the next one is uh, calendars seldom line up. Yeah. Quickly. So That's what's a lot in, of my fault. What's important? Um. When the calendar doesn't lie line up and there's potentially a month or two or three. Oh, do you mean months? continual contact? Or? Oh, there we go. Okay, yeah. So look, my calendar is a bit crappy. I have a lot a of bit crappy. I have a lot of day stuff. I have a lot of night stuff. I travel for business. Add on top of that, our travel, our life. Yeah. And then throw into the mix swinging. Um. You know, you've then you've got a pretty busy diary then. So if we cannot, and then if you also add the other person, because we live in such a transient country where it's the Asia Pacific travel hub, that person's also doing the same thing that I am: traveling, yep. working long hours. So sometimes getting that um, even initial meeting or even follow up. I we had a date with a couple a little while ago that took a month, and during that month, I don't expect you to be texting me every day. Um, or texting us. us every day, but what is appropriate and reasonable is just to touch base and just continuing to say, hey, how are you going? Or I think the most important thing you're glossing there is spontaneous contact. So don't just speak with a couple when they're speaking with you. Mm. It, it's, if you're actually interested in catching up with these, with these guys, then you'll probably... Engage them. You know, you'll engage them maybe once a week, a month, whatever that looks like. I suppose it really depends the length of time or delay to the catch-up. If the delay is only two weeks versus if the delay is a month, you know, there's different levels. Yeah, of course. You know, as much as I would expect them to um, be engaging with us, I also expect us to engage spontaneously with them as well. Agreed. So, you know, I mean... So uh, another thing to keep in mind with a couple, I suppose, is that th- they may be travelling, they may be doing other things, they may not be able to get back to you, but it's still polite to say hello every now and again. Or I mean, if you want to, f- if you if you do wish to have a friendship basis to a potentially sexual relationship, in any form of dating, that's what you have to do. And also remember, I mean, we use Kick Messenger, so in Kick Messenger, you can have multiple users in a group chat. If I'm if I am busy, if I'm away, and say he engages, you know, the group chat, oftentimes you will respond, yeah, and you'll say, "Hey, C's busy," and you'll you know add something to the conversation, and you know, you and him will be backwards and forwards, and sometimes I'll randomly chirp in and say, "Hey, you know, I just got out of a meeting. How's it run going? What's happening? Read back through them." But that's important too to not just you know if you were then saying C's busy. If he just cut conversation and didn't continue to engage with you, that's probably a, an indicator that maybe he's not so respectful of us. I am sick of you skipping forward to my other oh, things. Sorry. You know? It's hard to do when I don't know where they are. This is my podcast. Okay. I organize this shit. Okay. Sorry. So, you know. I retract my previous statement. <laughs> so Don't um, continue to talk to D. Number four, the fourth step, is... Uh, I say ask for photos. If at this point you don't have a photo of the couple, it's it's it for two reasons. It shows you're interested, but it also protects you. I mean, a single guys got to protect themselves as well, right? That's true because we could be masquerading as a sing as a couple as a couple when we're a single guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying at this point you need to actually be sure if you've been communicating for a while all that sort of thing i think it's fair right now that you turn around and say hey guys 
look, I've given you some information. You know, you can do it politely at this point because it's you're now having a conversation with. Can people. be flirtatious as well. Of course. Um, when you receive shots from the couple, be happy with not sexual shots. Yeah. You know, they may put, they may throw you a a sexual shot. They may not, but if they don't, I mean, make, I think make comment. You know, like C looks. She looks beautiful. Whatever, you know, whatever you want to say, whatever actually sits well with you. Again, going back to the don't lie, um, if they're not your type, that's fine. Just at this point is at the first point you figure out somebody is not your type, that's the point you should tell them. Because if you continue down the track, you're just going to waste everybody's time. Yeah, that's important. And I mean, you could you could just say that they seem particularly lovely, but you're not sexually interested in them as a single male. Yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Well, no. I mean, it's going to sting. Yeah, it is, but... But better a sting than a bite. You're being honest and yeah. you can move forward. I think that without, you know, as you say, wasting anyone's time. Yeah, absolutely. So this is... I'm going to now go on to step five. Okay. Step five, ask questions of both partners. Oh, that was me skipping ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, the reason, the reasoning behind this for me though is, most couples, most swinger couples have a, at least one ground rule, um, and a lot of swinger couples that we've met, and certainly a lot of the podcasts and stuff we listen to, mm-hmm. one of the basis rules is they will not take one for for the team. Yep. Right. So, you have to impress both individuals in the couple. Can I add something that I heard from a recent podcast, yes. sir? Because I'm just clarifying that with yes. you. Okay. Um, actually, on uh, the Curious Couples podcast. You can keep calling me sir. The <laughs> they recently spoke about um, where they were out at a club and this girl was being very forceful and very handsy um, towards T. And A said, you know, she didn't even really introduce herself to the girls and there was like say there was three couples in this room so this woman comes in she's very handsy trying to get all over tea wanting to engage with him but didn't have i'm going to say the respect to introduce and engage his partner and the other women in the room and it resonated with me because i thought one it's just polite behavior but two they're a couple and they are in the lifestyle to experience as i mentioned before so if you're going to attempt to try and, um, you know, and you may find them very attractive, that person extremely attractive, you want to get handsy, but take a moment to engage their partner. Your chances of getting into their pants or things progressing further are much higher if the partner likes you because then when the one partner engages the other partner and says, hey, I'm thinking about moving this forward, the other partner's going to go, yep, absolutely, I think they're a great person. Yeah. Not, I know nothing about them, they're estranged, they seem a bit handsy and weird, Get away from them. <laughs> Handsy and weird people. So. They're the worst types. I don't know. So that, that resonated with me. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's um, of critical importance. So now you've gotten to the point where you've exchanged photos, you know, you've spoken with the couple quite a bit. Things, are, spoken things are going with you. well. Things are going pretty well, right? I, I mean, think you're so. already. And we're only up to step you're at six. Five. Oh, okay. We're at well, six. six is coming. Six is coming. So at this point, you know. Y- if you haven't already, you should really be looking at when the catch-up is. Mm-hmm. All right? Now, I think typically most people start the first catch-up in a bar or, you know, somewhere you can have a drink, um, maybe something to eat. 
Yeah. Yep. Some nibbles may not and and may not be a sit down restaurant. And actually, I would recommend against that, which we found out very early into our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Sit down dinners probably not the way to go. A bit more informal. Unless you have a booth. Yeah, but even still, I would say tappers, nibbles, drinks, cocktails. Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't say sit down to a full meal. Oh no 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 no! I mean, like in a restaurant is oh, okay, I see what you're saying. provided you're. You know, somewhere that you can still speak appropriately, yeah. that sort of thing. So, my number six, and and I don't think we've really experienced this too many times, except maybe once or twice. Um, suggest some locations for a catch up. Oh, I was about to say that. It, you know? it makes me so much more interested and hot for the person if they have done their research. And maybe in previous conversations, they've actually kind of felt you out a little bit. And, and I would be the first to admit, I love wine, cheese, and coffee. If you can try to combine and those... Cock. And cock. Yes, and cock and <laughs> pussy and, you know, I'm not really... <laughs> and boobs and butt and... If you, <laughs> the list arms, is getting way too long now. Biceps. Yeah. If you can combine those things for me in a, in a sexual surrounding that's, that's cool, that's trendy, and also you're taking me somewhere new or us somewhere new... Instantly, you're ahead of the Sploosh. game. Yeah, because I oh. feel like you've put in effort. Yeah. And you've and, listened and to it. frankly, once you're at this point with a couple, now's the time to put in effort. Yeah. Because you're, you're already, you know, you're well on the way, as you just said, to getting into seas pads. At this point, if, you have, if you've made the recommendations for and if you've even reserved the table, wow, that's, you're up the ladder. That's yeah. for me is really key because, again, I feel like you are – Interested and engaged in me and in us. Now, be sure that the, the couple may actually turn around and say, look, no, we're not interested in that location. Um, but surely putting that forward will gain you an immense amount of brownie points, which uh, yeah, which is, again, another step on the way. And locality, I guess, is important. Pick something that's not you know, ridiculously far away from, from either person. If you guys live a little bit further away, try to think of something that's maybe a halfway point. Mm-hmm. So, uh, given that C's now skipped ahead again. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you and your brains. Sorry. Too many of them. Bloop, 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 bloop. That was me taking it all back. So, um, we're now up to seven. Step seven. When you do actually catch up. Okay. Yeah. Um, number one. What's the number one thing when you catch up? Uh, I would say number one. Number one. Above all else. Be happy. Um, no, it's before that. Well, I mean, there's so many facets. There's arriving on time. There's grooming. Mm. There's coming. Number one is actually turn up. <laughs> okay. Uh, you're going right back. Oh, yeah. Taking a bare, bare bones. Actually 7. turn 7.1. Right? Yeah. <laughs> actually turn up. And if you can't turn up, if there's a problem, if something happens, if there's any reason whatsoever, make sure you communicate it. How? So, if during the day we got a message that said, hey, tonight's now looking crazy, if that's during the day, it's, I'm more likely to believe it's an honest situation. Uh-huh. If it's an hour before the catch-up, things start getting a bit sketchy for me. Yeah, but that, become, that comes back to constant com- or continued communication. Mm-hmm. You know, if you become aware of something like that, I mean, we all know stuff's gonna ha- stuff happens sometimes. I mean, by the by, perfect example, right? Oh yeah, the single they, guy. Who did he get run over? Guy or got run over on their on his, bicycle way, accident. on his way to their house. Yeah. You know that that 
that's fair enough. You know, the, the people are going to take a second look if you put your hand up yeah. and say, I feel like these are the photos, you know. Jesus. Actually, no, we also had that happen in one of our pub crawls in Sydney. We did. A couple felt that bad that they couldn't come and they were so concerned that we would not believe them. She was having some surgery in the back yeah. of her head. Yeah, they had a, she, had a, um, uh, she had a cancerous mole removed from the back of her head that day when they identified it. And uh, they sent us a photo. I mean, look, it's a little <laughs> bit strange, but they sent us a photo of the stitches and, you know. Which is fair enough. I mean, <laughs> I thought that was quite it humorous. Was funny. Yeah. So, uh, but just keep people in the loop. If things are changing, you know, life happens. Sometimes things get in the road. I understand where you're going with 7.1, but I feel like that just, that's an obvious one. Turning up. Y- yeah, but is yeah. it? Yeah. But is it? Well, have have you had people not turn up that have already been, you know, steps one through six engaged? Have we? No, but I certainly know of people that have mm. been through that. Because I feel like normally if, if, if steps one through six haven't really been done well or you've got the swing of gods telling you they're not done well, that's when I think you'd probably get a bit of a gut feeling. Yeah. They're yeah. sketchy with their photos or whatever. Yeah. So you're right. I, I agree. But I think I think there still are people out there who just simply don't turn up. Now, I, I would think that in a lot of times that's because there's been lies earlier in the conversation. Yeah, that's what I mean. That they haven't, um, they, they haven't done the right thing. So when they do turn up, mm-hmm. step me through your perfect scenario when they turn up. Uh, well, here's a question for you then. Oh. Are they already there when I arrive or when we arrive or... Are they arriving after we are already there? Well, I mean, every time we organise a date, we end up getting there early for a drink anyway. Mm-hmm. Really, generally, because I'm a bit of a bit of a time stickler, bit of a time snob. I'm going to call myself. So if if we were not there yet and they would already arrived mm-hmm. early, then for them to obviously stand up when we arrive, greet mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. Greet us warmly, have a smile, be well-dressed, be well-groomed, um, and eye contact immediately. And if at that point also little things, you know, like if there's... If there's Let me sum this for you. Be a gentleman. There you go. If there's water on the table, pour the water. If there's a bottle of wine going, pour the wine. And not just for the woman, for her partner as well. I think it's important at this point that you just understand that... You're on you a date. Are, you're on a date. You're on a date. Yep. So... You know, what would you do for a date with a single lady, for example? Yep. Do those things. And frankly, if your date with a single lady doesn't include you actually greeting her by sta- by standing up, potentially giving, you know, a welcoming uh, kiss, on, kiss the on the cheek yep. or two kisses, whatever your, you know, whatever your Culture style is, is then... You're probably not going to end up in the right place anyway, I would And think. it's starting a bit awkward at that point. Yeah, of course. So if... So, okay, so the gentleman arrives, and I use the term gentleman on purpose. The gentleman arrives, and um, we are sitting on separate sides of a booth. Where should he sit? Next to me. Absolutely agree. Because that, again, shows interest in you. Uh, but we do that very strategically. I mean, we we try to set the scenario up, even when we're dating a couple, that you're able to engage with the other people more. So, 
rather than us being on one side of the booth and the other couple being on the other side, we would generally sit across from each other. Yeah. It, it allows better engagement. I agree, but we have had a guy, a single guy, who turned up and sat on my side of the booth. Mm. And that, for me, and I think for you, yeah. was an instant, well, hang on. Creates a bit of a barrier. Yeah, because why? then also I feel like, you know, are you guys a panel? Like, <laughs> you know, it, it just feels a bit bizarre. I agree. I agree. So sit on, sit on the side of the table. Where the female is, Mm. if you can. Or if it's a round table, sit in between the couple. You know, like... On the other side. Try to. Try to sit sit where you can engage both individuals um, and also make the lady feel a little bit more um, desirable. Yep. Yeah. Good. We're on the same page. So, again, you're now now sitting down with a couple. Um, You're sitting in the right place. And you need to strike up conversation. I mean, this stuff's not necessarily easy. But would you have any problem? I certainly don't think you will. But would you have any problem with if if you covered old ground? No, I don't. No. I mean, we don't expect people to be infallible, like their memory to be infallible. They might remember a minute detail. They might remember, oh, hey, see, um, I think you mentioned one time, or, hey, it's taken us a month to catch up. You must travel a lot for work. Yeah. Where did you travel to recently? What and, do you do? I feel no problem at all with travelling back through the whole conversation that's been had before. Provided you, you know, when when somebody says, oh, you know, I do this for a living, you go, oh, that's right, I remember that, and I remember that you travel to wherever because of that, you know. As long as you can um, provide some input, I, th- I think it's okay to go back through well, yeah, stuff. Yeah, as long as it's not a strict question and answer scenario. Because yeah, in text, this is, this is not twenty questions. Via text, it can be quite answer yeah. question answer question answer. In this conversation, like like the example is before, you might remember a minute detail and then use that to roll the conversation forward and cover old ground. Yeah. So, what's the first thing you notice about somebody when they walk into a room about a single guy? First thing, they're, what they're dressed in, how they, what their appearance is. Yeah. So, is that important? Yeah, of course it's important because you want to know, again, you want to know that they've made some form of effort. This does not need to be a suit, top hat and tails. Although that would guarantee them that's a little in. No, that's a little bit weird. It's too far? Yeah, that's really? probably a little bit Is too far. Is it the top hat? If they took the top hat off? Tails are probably also a little bit weird. Really? Maybe those little like, those white bits on the shoes. Who are you? Yeah. I, don't know. I actually thought that a top hat and tails would be like you sliding off the chair no. in the booth. No, I'd be like, oh, when's the musical performance starting? <laughs> or have you just come from or your have you wedding? Just, have you just come from Randwick, Royal Randwick or something? Uh, yeah, of course. Of course the appearance matters because have they put in effort? Yes, no, it's pretty quick to judge that. So, um, so And you don't need to be rich. I don't expect you to be walking in in labels. It's just with what you have, have you done the best you can? So Crocs and socks are out is what you're saying? Yeah, Crocs, socks and cargo shorts, <laughs> probably try to do better than that. Leave it at home. Well, it, de- it depends on the event as well. <clears throat> right, if you're at a... If, like if a you hideous are going shoe to, convention or... Well, yeah, if you're going to a hideous shoe convention, then, yeah, that bring would make your perfect Crocs. sense. Yeah. Make sure you've got those little pin things that go into the front of the hole, the holes in the Crocs. You know, you can put little... You can add a little detail. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to have Bang that. those on there. Absolutely. Yeah, hideous shoe convention. <laughs> So, I agree. I think it's important that you turn up dressed 
I say appropriately because if it's a Sunday afternoon at the local pub, casual then, is perfectly okay. Shorts may may be okay. Yep. Shorts, t-shirt may be okay. But if you've been invited out at eight o'clock to a dinner in a you know like a tapas lounge, for example, then the expectation is that you'd probably throw on a pair of jeans. But even if you know with your Sunday afternoon pub scenario, if mm-hmm. you turn up with a crinkled smelling shirt and yeah, crinkled no, smelly shorts oh. uh, you know that of course you know you've got to just dress appropriate you're on a date i mean i'm going to roll it back to the fact that you are on a date yeah and uh, I, i've always had a had a rule on my way through life that if you're the best dressed person in the room the worst case scenario is somebody might have a joke at your expense but you will never be under uh, you'll ne- if you're never underdressed, then nobody will ever think that you don't care. Yep, yeah? yep. So, yeah, it's not a job interview, but at least turn up looking decent. I mean, run a comb through your hair. Shit. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think a few things that you missed in terms of being a gentleman. One of the, Some of the things you like in particular. When they're pouring, refilling my wine glass. When they're refilling your wine glass, number one, because... You're a lovely, lovely booze hag. If they refill your wine glass, I mean, I remember back to, do you remember our first single date? Yeah. He was attentive. He, he, he not only refilled my wine glass and water glass and yours, but then he also, when the um, meals, and again, we were sharing kind of like tappers, share plates, he actually not only served me, but he served you. Yeah. And that soon away, straight away for me, I was like, wow, you are a true gentleman. Yeah. Yeah, that was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't think that's a necessity. It's not, but it's... it's but it was just... it was. Don't you do notice, it. Did you notice it? Yeah, absolutely. And did it stick with you? Yes, but don't do stuff if you don't normally do it. Right? Oh, yeah, if it's out of your character. If it's out of your character, then you're just going to look goofy trying to achieve gentleman status. You know, just, just be polite and gentlemanly is mm. the best... To, your, to the best of your ability and knowledge... Um, so yeah, he did do that absolutely, and I think it was a it was a nice move because frankly, after things like That's that, I'm on the same page as well. Like we're both th- sitting there thinking, <laughs> can we go home now? Well, it's just a, it's it's a standout for us, yeah. and we will never forget it. I don't think. Yeah. So let's skip on to number eight. Now. Okay, fine. Number eight, show your sexual interest. Yep, super important. I suck at it. Uh, I'm getting better, still a little way to go. But absolutely, show people that you are sexually interested. And how? And, and if somebody was interested in doing that for you, how would they do it? Starts always with eye contact. Um, always. Starts with eye contact. If really? you, Yeah, because... For sexual interest? Yeah. I would have thought that's just conversation. No, well, not, not always. I mean, you've got to be looking at someone direct in the eyes. You're smiling at them with your face, with your body. You know, you're leaning in a little bit when they're talking you're starting to become a little bit more intimate and closer to them mm-hmm. then it follows on obviously with some some touching some flirtatious touching so it uh, starts with flirtatious conversation first mm-hmm. i think so some sexual innuendo might be a good idea in that you know like when you can use things i mean let's be honest we're all there with the idea that potentially this may end in sex right yep so everyone's already a little bit a little bit ahead of the curve in terms of that. So some sexual innuendo is not going to upset anyone. Yeah. Some, you're already warmed to the idea of yeah. potentially having those conversations. They're yes. not coming completely left field. No. Some sexy comments, you know, especially, I mean, some complimentary comments is not a bad way to go. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then, yes, touch. Touch is an important thing. Yep. Um, also, something else that will get juices flowing and, and stuff is if you have had sexual experience with a couple, you know, if you're prompted, then feel free to share that. You know, don't – nobody, I think, expects that you're going to have names, addresses, and, you know, they certainly don't want that. But they want to understand – certainly we do – if – you've um, been in an experience like this before. And also what you like. I mean, yeah. if they turned around and said, oh, you know, the hi- I just had such an amazing experience with a couple and the highlight was when we were all in the bedroom and both of the guys were, you know, um, pleasuring the woman. Yeah, absolutely. You've instantly, you've shown, you've shown what you're interested in and so that the couple then knows a little bit about your, your style of play. Um, but you've also turned the conversation to a sexy subject matter. And yeah, so absolutely. then the couple might reciprocate and say, oh, yeah, actually, we really enjoy that too or we've had a similar situation and share that as well. So you're making the conversation turn to sexy. Agreed. Fair fair and reasonable Yep, comment. absolutely. Now I'm going to move on to number nine. Jeez, we're getting up there. Well, the reason number nine is going to be a little left of field for you. Okay. Don't look at the iPad, okay. sneakily trying to look at what number nine is. What's number nine? Number nine. Feeling Offer fine. Offer a lift home if you can. Okay. Why do you think that is? Very left field. Yeah. Uh, again, the the guy that I spoke about before that dished us up, he, he offered us a lift home. He did. And what happened with him? Uh, yeah, well, we were going home. Actually, we weren't going home for that reason. Well, we weren't sure about it, but I mean, again, it's just, it's just politeness. Well, I think um, I think it don't actually, go out of your way. It is certainly polite, but additionally, it adds to your ability to talk with people, and more additionally, you know, as a single guy, you are there to experience something with this couple, and it may be conversation or it may be deeper. If you believe that it's deeper, then. There may be still some people in the room who are a little bit scared about just putting their hand up and saying, please come home with us. Mm -hmm. So the ability for you to um, challenge that situation and actually have somebody there, you know, you're now closer to home, all that sort of thing. This is more about protection for the, well, not protection, but um, interest for the single guy, right? It It puts a couple in a position where they can say, hey, our our uh, house is like just there. Would you like to come in? You've, it makes it easier. You've left the restaurant, but you've not spoken about the bill. Ooh, is Ooh, that not on question. your list? No, it's not. Because sorry, it isn't. The main reason is I would, if we're taking a single guy out, then we should pay the bill. Yeah, this is a difficult topic of conversation, though. If a, if if we, I mean, we're pretty liberal with that, I guess. I don't think so. I think if you're if you're a couple, I don't think it's it would I would never consider it fair for the guy to cover all of the all of the costs mm-hmm. because it's two versus one straight up. Yeah. The other thing is, I mean, uh, uh, if he were to suggest a split bill, I wouldn't be totally averse to that. But you know, it's my also my job or the man's job. To this is be, what I'm saying. You've got two men in the room now. Yeah, to be a gentleman as well. So you know what happens? What? Sometimes I pay. <laughs> Sometimes you pay. Yeah. You do. But uh, it's, it's okay. Well, I mean, now you pay every time. Well, that's just because <laughs> I'm a lady like that. You are a lady. Quite the lady. So. Um, offer a ride home if you can. 
off a ride home if you can. I believe. I mean, the reason I added that is because a lift home got uh, sea laid by her first single guy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because only because he came home, drove us home, and then he said, um, uh, he said it was a lovely night, and would you like it to continue? I think was his words. Yeah, I, I think I may have actually invited him up that time, you, but it gave him another twenty minutes to be in the con- to be talking to us. Um, we got to also check out the inside of his car, how he generally looks after himself, his property. You know, yeah. again, it's just a little bit more insight into a person. Absolutely. So, yeah. so um, number ten. <clears throat> number ten is respective of some of the dramas that you may have been having recently. What do I take with me every time we go to a swimming Yeah, I don't know event? why you keep taking that Viagra. I always take some backup with me. I've to this point not required it, but I always take backup. And the one sole reason is it because it now puts to bed any concerns I might have about performance. But also, I mean, it's just coming prepared in general. Like, we take condoms along. Yeah. Again, I guess if you're... A, if you're a single guy, maybe you're inviting that couple back to your your house. I mean, it comes with the territory of being prepared. Is your house clean? Yep. Do you have condoms? Yep. You know, all of those things. But also, if you do have a problem, then don't just shrink out of the room, right? There's other things that you have that C is interested in. Yep. So, that's the next one. Um, number 11. We're nearly there. All right. What do you got? Don't be afraid of finishing. Why do you think that is? What, what's the point of this one? I'm just a bit confused. Why are you a bit confused? You think the car was left field. I think this one's a bit left field. D- so don't be afraid of actually coming as a guy is what I'm saying. Yeah, is that a concern? Well, I think it is for a lot of guys. I think a lot of guys out there believe that they have to be this two-hour stallion, five-hour stallion. You know, they have to continue until, until the girl pushes them off. And says, I'm now broken and worn out. Yeah, I mean, I, I, see, what you, I see what you're saying about that. But it, it's, it's, it's either of the extremes. So if you have someone who is a very quick person to orgasm, then it that... Depends on whether they can back it up or not. This is what I'm saying. So it's really down to the play style, the person. I enjoy when a, a man comes because I like to see that. That's, it's a big turn on for me. I like it's to part watch, of your satisfaction. I, I like think. to watch you come. Yeah. We've been with people in the past that haven't been allowed to come and I've always felt a bit strange about that because I thought, you know, it's just a bit, I guess, uh, what's happening in the room, you know, I kind of focus a little bit on it. But again, it comes down to either is that your play style? Do you have the ability to kind of step up and, and come back into the game? Or if, if you don't, you know, with your cock, Again, there's toys, there's yeah. oral play, there's a million other things that could be going on to continue to stimulate. Absolutely. So I get it what you're saying, but I don't think that I've found it to be such an issue of people being concerned about coming. No, but you never would because you're not the guy in the room yeah. who's required to, you know, uh, who has the mindset, if they've ever watched porn in their life, they have the mindset that there's a requirement for them to come at the exact appropriate time. Yeah, I, I now, okay, I understand what you're saying with it now. Like some women, it's to the point where they're like, God, hurry up, you know, like when are you going to come? And it's almost like men have to 
it's you know you can't be too short, you can't take too long. Yeah. yeah. But and that and that range changes with every woman. Of course, and with the playstyle. So yeah. I suppose just to step back from what my comment is here, it's probably more important that you actually say to a woman, for example, if some if you were riding somebody and they said, "Whoa, whoa, whoa. I need you to stop for a second." Would that be a major problem for you? No, but sometimes I might like dom out on them and be like, "No, yeah. you're going to come." Yeah, exactly. But then you get to you get to live that experience, right? And that's part of your bonus from um, yeah. from being involved. Invo- <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I don't know why Siri's turning on in the background. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's I think is a is an important factor because previously you've had men who haven't come. Mm-hmm. Did you feel that if they had of, it would have made a better night for you? Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes um, I, I wonder whether or not there should be some conversation around that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, typically... Like I'm if, overstimulated. Um, I'm really enjoying this, but I yeah. can't come. There's too much going on in the room. There's too much going on. Yeah, absolutely, if that's the case. Yeah. I mean, typically, I'm, I'll, I'll throw it out there. I, typically, I come relatively quickly. Okay. I think relatively to some of the other guys we've been around. That being the case, though, I can also back it up. So I don't. It's not as much of a drama. You hold back, do you? I I do. Yeah, absolutely. It depends on the night. Depends on the people. Mm. I mean, it depends on a whole lot of factors. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. What's number twelve? Ooh, number twelve. Can Come I on. call this the big bang step? Go. Can I call it the big bang step? Yeah, the big bang step. I don't know what it is. I'm just because it's the final one. Yeah. So, I'm going to ask you, what do you think number 12 is? I don't know. Come on, have a, have a stab. Make a move? No. No, you're already at... I mean, you've just had sex. Have we're you just had about, sex? We're talking about... Oh, this is follow-up conversation. Fake. Or lay there, be in the moment, enjoy each other, laugh. Well, that's actually still part of 11. Oh, God. Sorry, what is number 12? Just just put us out of our Sorry, misery. So, number 11 was exactly that. So, you know, be still be engaged after the fact. I mean, don't come and run. Don't come and run. But also, um, you know, uh, a lot of guys feel quite sleepy after coming is a perfect example. Do you know anyone else who feels like... I? We need to move on to 12 now. <laughs> you've, you've, you've teased us and now you've brought us back to 11. Put us okay. on 12. Number 12 is actually post-coitus. Number 12 is don't vanish. On the night or in general? In general. Okay. Yeah. Unless, I guess, it was pre-discussed and pre-established that this is a one-night stand. Yeah, of course. That's of a course. different thing. What you're saying for us is, though, when we're trying to seek out... This is a list of how to get into C's pants. True. Yeah, not not into the entire world's pants. That's okay, yep. Yeah. Yep, so that's important. Send a, Well, we like to send a message on the night or after play. Like to? We do. Do it religiously. Yeah, we always do it. Um makes the other person feel nice and respected. And you've just shared a pretty intimate thing. Yeah, absolutely. You've shared a part of yourself and a part of your relationship often as a couple. You've, you know, shown people the inner workings often of your bedroom. So that's a pretty big deal, I think. And so it's important to, you know, thank people and add something sexy to it as well. Just be involved after the fact. Be lovely. Again, just just be nice. Just be a nice person. Yeah. So, and that will just about guarantee... A chance to get into C's pants again. Mm-hmm. Now, what that the reason I say that this is an important step is because if you actually want 
to re- you know want to remain uh, one of the people that gets to get into C's pants, you uh, or continues to without having to put all the work back in again. You know, I'm now looking at other couples, for example. You just stay engaged. You've put a whole lot of work into meeting us mm-hmm. and getting into your pants, and if you then just drop that and run, you've got to go through the whole process again. Whereas you know. I'm sure if it gets to a point with us, there's the chance of a booty call, which is just a spontaneous, you know, night of sex, or there's a chance at least of getting a barbecue and having a piece of steak, mm-hmm. except in Singapore. Yeah, yeah, maybe a piece of chicken. A piece of chicken. A piece of noodle. <laughs> so that's the. It just doesn't um, have the same ring to it, does it? Come it around really on Sunday. Doesn't. We're having laksa. We're having no, not really. No. Although, it depends on who makes the laksa. Yeah, but even still. I feel like I should make laksa now. Um, this, the other thing is, keep in mind, Swinging World's pretty small. Well, the um, the gentleman we just enjoyed in Manila came... Well, we had, we, we'd already been talking, admittedly. Yeah. But then he did have a recommendation from a couple that we were also talking to. Yes. Instantly, I was like, all right then. Yeah. So, and, you know, we always joke around and we say that Single men in the lifestyle are the real unicorns, and we hashtag them, hashtag manicorn. There's a reason for that. It's because we find them to be quite difficult to locate and discuss, and they're not engaged, etc. All the, the steps 1 through 12, it just doesn't occur. So if you do find someone, generally we will mention it to other people in the lifestyle. We will be more inclined to invite you to events, more inclined to start introducing you to our other lifestyle friends. Or in fact, in one instance, more inclined to bring you to a club where in fact single males are not allowed. Yeah. But because you uh, come along with a couple, you are allowed to attend. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why step 12 to me is is so important. Yeah. Because it it almost guarantees you an engagement with uh, the swinging community if you do it right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you might want to follow up too. I mean, you may, as a single man, want to know how you did, want to mm. know what pointers they might have, want to know all of those things. So, Especially if it's your first, exactly. first few times around. And you might be excited to share that and say, wow, I really enjoyed this aspect of the play last night. I had no idea that would take place. Hey, you, you may have missed something from 1 through 11 and they're happy to give you that information, you know, once they've shared Shared each other sexually. Yep. You know, that's, there's a whole lot of things there. Whole lot of things. Step I think it's, step 12 is one of the most important steps. <laughs> right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And that's it. I'm done. That's uh, your step. Your 12 yeah, the steps. 12, 12 steps of getting into C's pants. Thank you. That was insightful. It's certainly wearing a suit um, in your photos, that'll help. That's true. That, well, again, it comes back to that standout. If there is any way for you to stand out from the crowd... As not being cock. You should be doing that. <laughs> yes. In everyday life as well. Yes, absolutely. So. Well, that's it. Thanks. So Great. do you have anything else you'd like oh, to I add? I like it. Thanks for sharing. It's relatively short and sweet, I think. But, you know, guys, guys, god damn. It's easy. It really is. I don't think, you know, I'll look at the majority of couples we know in the lifestyle. This is not... It's not going to be totally different yeah. when you um, converse with another couple. And it really isn't. These are not, you know, 
absolutely amazing new ideas. What these are is how you would date if you were a single person. Yeah, dating a single lady. Or a single man, whatever the case may be. It's how you would be dating out there. So why would it be any different? Same rules apply. Correct. And it's important to remember. Yep, for sure. Treat it like a date. Treat it like a date. Yep. Okay. Thanks. Treat it like courting, I suppose, because you you know it's pre date as well. Depending on what it is for us, it's this this aspect, the social aspect, the yep. getting to know you aspect, all the rest of it. If you are a couple who just like to have sex with a random um, or a fairly new person and then no more, different things apply. Maybe not so in depth as what we just discussed, but um, certainly I think it's still all there. Just in smaller, yeah. You know, you may yeah. be just sending cock shots because that's what you're interested in. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Good points. Thanks. You may have noticed that there was no reference to send a cock shot in the entire conversation. Not unless I ask for it. Correct. Only ever send a cock shot when asked. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Closing on that statement. Closing on that statement. <laughs> Bam. Mic drop. We're awesome. out. Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. This is C. And this is D. And this is Swinging Down Under. <laughs>